story no ray and now let's begin with the magic far away tree chapter 20 the land of magic medicines for a few days the children had no time even to think of going to their friends in the far away tree their mother was in bed ill and the doctor came each day just let her lie in bed and keep her warm he said the ch- to the children and their father give her whatever she likes to eat and don't let her worry about anything the children and father were upset but father had to go out to work as usual they all loved mother and it was strange to see her lying in bed that's all that washing i can do for mrs jones she said no you children are not to try and do it it is too much for you moonface and silky came to visit the children one morning and were very sorry to hear that the children's mother was ill she worries about the washing said beth she does won't let us do it i don't know what to do oh we can manage that for you said silky at once oh them wash a lot we'll do it for nothing it's the joy of a life to wash wash and wash i believe she's got nothing dirty to wash she washes clean things she even washes the leaves of the faraway tree if she's got nothing else to wash is that the basket over there moonfins and i will take it up the tree now and bring it back when it's finished oh thank you silky dear said beth gratefully mother will be so pleased when i tell her she'll stop worrying about that silky and moonface went off with the basket they took it to dame washlot and how her face shone with joy when she saw such a lot of washing to be done my this is good of you she said taking out the dirty things and throwing them into her enormous washtub of soapy water now this is what i really enjoy i'll have them all washed and ironed by tonight silky was pleased she knew how beautifully dame washlot washed and ironed she went up to moonface's house and to have dinner with him i do wish we could help make the children's mother better she said she's such a lovely lady isn't she and the children love her so much moonface can't you possibly think of anything well i don't think uh, toffee shocks would be any good don't you said moonface uh, i've got some of those of course not silly said silky it's medicine we want pills or something but as nobody is ill at the faraway tree there is nowhere to buy them from that night they went to see dame washlot 
she had finished her washing. Washing. It was washed and beautifully ironed, and folded up in the basket, ready to be taken away. I've had a lovely time," said the old woman. "said the old dame, beaming at Silky. My, the water I've poured down the tree today!" Yes, I've heard the angry pixie shouting like anything, because he got soaked at least four times," said Moonface with a grin. He's got plums growing on the tree just outside his house, and he was picking them. And each time he went out to pick, he got soaked. You'd better be careful. He doesn't come and and shout at you. Oh, if he does, I'll put him into my washtub of dirty water and empty him down the tree with it," said Dame Bushlot. I wish I could see you do that," said Silky, tying a rope to the basket of water, so that she could let it down the tree to the bottom. Well, Dame Washlot, thank you very much. The person who usually does the washing is ill in bed and can't seem to get better. It's such a pity. I wish I could make her well. Why, Silky? The land of magic medicines is coming tomorrow," said the old dame. "You get, can get any medicine you like there, and your friend would get, get better. Why don't you visit the land and get some? That's a really good idea," said Silky happily, letting down the basket bit by bit. Moonface had gone to the bottom of the tree to catch it. I'll tell Moonface, and maybe he and I could um go and get some medicine. She slipped down the tree and told Moonface what the ogre dame has said. Moonface put the basket of washing on his shoulder and beamed at Silky. That's good news for the children, he said. Come on, we'll hurry up and tell them. The children were delighted to have the washing done so quickly. Oh, Washington Island! Rick set off with it to Mrs. Jones. Beth ran to tell her mother that she needn't worry about it any more. Silky told Joe and Fanny about the land of magic medicines coming the next day at the top of the faraway tree. They listened in surprise. Well, I won't we go there? Said Joe at once. I'd make up my mind. None of us would go if Mother was ill. But if there's a chance of getting something to make her better, we'll certainly go. One of us must stay behind with mother, and the rest of us will go. So it was arranged that Joe, Rick, and Beth should meet Moonface early the next morning, and they would go up to the strange land and see what they could fix for their mother. Franny was quite willing to stay with her mother. Though she felt a bit left out, she said goodbye to Joe, Rick, and Beth as soon as breakfast the next day, and promised to wash up the breakfast things carefully and to sit with her mother the rest of the day, or until they came back. They set off and arrived outside 
Moonface's house at the top of the tree very soon afterwards. Moonface and Silky were waiting for them. Is old Saucepan coming? asked Joe. Hi, Saucepan, do you want to come? said Moonface, leaning down the tree. Saucepan was his what's, what with what's his name, and he heard what Moonface said and shouted back, Yes, I'll come, but where to? Up the ladder, Moonface yelled. Hurry! So Saucepan came with them, and in a little while, they stood in the land of magic medicines. It was just peculiar as at every other land that came at the top of the faraway tree. It didn't seem like a land at all, where the children had climbed the ladder on the top. They found themselves what looked like a great big factory, a place where all kinds of pills, medicines and bandages were made. Goblins and gnomes, pixies and fairies were as busy as could be, stirring great pots of curious green fires, pouring medicines into shining bottles and climb and counting out pills into colored boxes. In one corner, a goblin was stirring purp- purple mixture into a yellow bowl. Beth looked at it. It's kind of ointment, she said to the others. I wonder what it's for. It's to make bad legs stronger again, said the goblin, stirring hard. Do you want some? Well, I don't think anyone I know has bad legs, said Beth. Thank you all the same. If I didn't, if I did, I'd love to have some, because it would be marvelous to make somebody's legs better. A pixie was pouring some sparkling green medicine into bottles shaped like bubbles. The children and the others watched. It made a funny singing noise as it went on. What's that for? asked Joe. Whoever takes these pills will have shining eyes, said the pixie. Shining, smiling eyes are the loveliest eyes in this world. Is it really the medicine you have come for? Well, not exactly, but I like to have some though. Well, your eyes are smiley, said the pixie, looking at him. These are for sad people whose eyes became dull. Come, come to me when you are old and you cannot see very well. I can give you plenty then. Oh, said Joe. I won't be there then. I won't come for a short visit. Recall your dears. Call to the others. Here's some marvelous pills. Watch them being made. Everyone watched. It was most astonishing to see. First, the pills were enormous, as large as footballs. A goblin blew at them with a pair of bellows. Out came green smoke, and they once went down to the size of a cricket ball. He then splashed them and what looked like moonlight from a watering can. They were small as marbles. Then he blew on them gently, and they went as small as green peas. And each of them jumped into a pill box and what a ping 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 till the box was full. What are they for? To make short people tall. Some people hate being short. Well, these pigs are made for the big things. The um, Shadow of mountain, the height of a tree, the crash of a thunderstorm, like things like that, and they have the power to make anything or anyone grow. Can I have some? said Rick eagerly. Take a box full, said the goblin. 
Rick took it. He read what was on the lid. Growing pills, one to be taken three times a day. Now Rick was not very tall for his age, and he had always wanted to be big. He looked lovingly at the pills, and he took three at once. Maybe he would grow taller. That would be great. He popped three of the pills into his mouth. He sucked them. They tasted so horrible that he swallowed them in a hurry. And goodness, what a surprise when the others turned to speak to Rick. He was taller than their father. He was as tall as the ceiling of their cottage. He towered above them, looking down at alarm, for he hadn't expected to grow so much or quite so quickly. Rick, you've taken taken the growing pills, cried Joe. Just the sort of stupid thing you would do. You're enormous. How it will you will you go get down the hole in the cloud? Oh, please help me, begged Rick who was really frightened to be so enormous. Everybody looked so small. Joe, Moonface, what can I do? I'm still growing. I burst out of the roof in a minute. The goblins and pixies around suddenly noticed how fast Rick was growing. They began to shout and squeal. He'll break to the roof. Roof, help. Bring it down on top of us. Quick, stop him growing. And that is the end of chapter 13. We will be doing... Of chapter 21. Of chapter 20. We will be doing chapter 21 in the next episode. For now, from me, Noor, goodbye.